Welcome to Backyards and Bevies. Grab your favorite bevy, pull up a chair, and enjoy the ride. Hey, B&B fam. This podcast is sponsored to you by BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Is there something getting in the way of your happiness? I know when I traveled the world, I had many days where BetterHelp's worldwide service of licensed professional therapists could have helped me speak to someone no matter where I was in the world about whatever was happening in my life and with zero judgment. With their ability to match me with a therapist that best fits me, I know my mental health would have been way better back then. Believe me, I needed it. But I'm here to share a way for you to take back control of your mental health by telling you about BetterHelp's awesome services they have for you to talk with a pro about your life through their app or just online. Whether it is a video session or some simple messaging, their team is here to help. I went to check out the app for myself just to see how easy it was to use, and after a series of questions, I was told I would be able to start matching with a therapist in under 48 hours. And what is super rad is that it's affordable and they even offer financial aid too. So come join the 2 million users that have already been helped and gain back control of your mental health by visiting betterhelp.com backyards for 10% off your first month. Remember, BetterHelp is therapy done securely online. Don't forget to use the special code backyards and let BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, help you to start living a happier life today i gave it a three count that time i saw goose was just staring at you <laughs> <laughs> and we're live <laughs> hello <laughs> hello here we are hey what's today my birthday oh big three eight yeah, oh three, my eight. gosh Woo. may 7th well we're recording this on may 7th yes. so this is actually your birthday that we're recording it this is on. it's a big it, this is a big weekend it's mother's day yeah mother's day tomorrow your birthday yep i mean 38 do you know what time you were born 5 56 p.m so hmm. i'm not quite 38 yet yeah, technically. 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 Yeah. We're going down to the, the minute. Technically. That's exciting. Are yeah. you excited? Uh, Yeah. You having a nice day so far? So far, so good. All right. I mean, there is some crazy bipolar weather happening. Yeah, very. In, I'm like bundled in up in Ville. a hoodie and a blanket on May 7th. <laughs> what is going on? I mean. thought it was going to be a fun, like, let's play outdoors in the water with Maverick. No. Yeah. It's Total. The Ville has the weirdest freaking weirdest weather, and it's going to be almost ninety degrees the rest of the week starting yeah. Monday. Not today though. It's like fifty today. Happy birthday! Woo! <laughs> Thirty-eight <laughs> years young. Let's I'd sing, do it. I'd sing you the song right now, but uh, I think that's a uh, copy written and. I don't think it is. No. No. Like I, you can. I don't know if you can just sing it online. I don't know. We're gonna have to have to look into that, and then you'll have to sing it to me late. <laughs> so 1984, huh? 1984. Yes. A long time ago. Long, long, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember anything from 1984? Uh, no, I was born. That's all that needs to be remembered. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm always curious if there's one person out there in the world that has a memory so good that they can picture, like, one. I don't know if our brains are capable at that age mm. of forming and storing long-term memory i don't know i can watch our little guy light up when the minions come on tv and he, he knows... watches it every day that's short-term memory <laughs> I, don't know. I mean he freaking loves that movie right now it is so cute yeah 
his giant toothy grin every time they pop up on screen in the beginning. Toothy is a good, yeah. So cute. Eight little little teeth. Little chiclets. He had more teeth than our friend's uh, 19-month-old yesterday. Yeah. And he's not even one yet. Yeah. He's got all the chompers. They had they had very similar features on their feet. <laughs> yeah, their feet are both chunky. So cute. Very so, cute. So, so cute. Well, I mean, yeah. All right. So we're in hoodies, these nice, soft, cushy hoodies mm-hmm. that were uh, given to us by NB, NB Goods. NB Goods. Yeah, we love awesome. that place. And I'm not like a giant, oversized hoodie kind of person, but I this thing it. is like... It's so comfy. Yeah, I could live in this thing. I mean, I practically do. <laughs> yeah, which is so funny because, like, I really do wear a hoodie all the time. And then I go outside, I'm like, Man, it's not hoodie weather, but I love But I love being I love hoodie. hoodies. <laughs> yep. If I didn't get so hot at night, I would just sleep in this. So I did a little uh, digging on, uh, actually, I didn't do too much digging. I just really typed in big events in 1984. <laughs> so much digging. <laughs> Took a lot of effort. Um it well, I I I'm always interested, you know, like in in the past stuff that's happened. Like some of it's cool, some of it's well, whatever. I mean, the past is is holds interesting things. So it does. I, I pulled up. It's twenty. It's uh the title of this one was there. There was a bunch, um, and I went through a couple. So I did do oh, okay. some research. a little bit of research. Yeah. Um, this one stood out the most to me. Thirty three remarkable things outside of your birthday. That I mean, yeah. Are you being born? Obviously. That happened in the year 1984. Yeah, I'm surprised that I'm not listed in that article. Uh, well, I didn't make it all the way to the bottom. Oh, okay. Well, I should be at the top. <laughs> Number one most remarkable thing that happened in 1984. I, I know. I can agree to that most days. <laughs> Rude. Rude. Um, the number one actual, uh, well, for this article, um, Best Life online said that apple aired the 1984 macintosh commercial first ever one right first uh apple commercial yeah Yeah. uh and it was during the super bowl oh very cool very cool right some uh big so ridley scott yeah the director directed it right fresh from blade runner whoa uh, we should watch that commercial i'm sure it's got some similarities to the movie maybe it's a little like dark it is pretty. It is a dark commercial. Cool. Um, it it cost nine hundred thousand dollars. So I guess back t- then that was a lot of money. Yeah, in today's standards, it'd be two point two million dollars, which is actually pretty standard for a Super Bowl commercial nowadays. <laughs> but it set the uh, it set the standard uh, for com- uh, for Super Bowl commercials since wow. that day. It was like uh, the production value. Um, it just had that big budget. Let's yeah. go. Let's, Very sell, cool. let's sell some computers. Let's so, sell some computers. 1984 was rocking out that. Uh, that's number one. Okay. They say uh, Richard Branson actually, for, even though he had already formed uh, Virgin, uh, the record label. Mm-hmm. Started his Airways company. Oh, then. very yeah. cool. Virgin Atlantic? Virgin Atlantic, mm. yeah. yeah. Um, okay, here's a good one. Have you ever flown Virgin Atlantic? I have not, actually. I have not either. Mm. Where do they fly? Yeah, the Atlantic. <laughs> then how come we haven't flown it? <laughs> they fly. Uh, I think now they're definitely there's more flight paths, I guess mm. you could say, or more flight things, more planes. Uh huh. I know they have hotels now. I've been to the hotel. They do have hotels. Yeah. Which is funny. I've been to the hotel, but I haven't. That's what's on Music Row, right? right yeah, right, right down by the my road office. From your mm-hmm. office, yeah. It's very nice in there. I have to say. Cool. Yeah, it was the bar was all right, but it was also a rainy day and. 
Whatever. Whatever. Uh, Purple Rain. Ooh. Landed with a splash. Oh, a splash. They, oh, uh, wow. Yeah, was. very clever writing. Uh, not very only clever. the did the the movie come out, but also the the uh, album was released awesome. in the summer. Can you sing that song? Um, you don't want me to. <laughs> <laughs> I could, but let's. Our, Such an iconic song. I mean, the moment I'd you like to hear keep the title, listeners. you can oh, immediately God. hear it. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> When Doves Cry was on that. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So many hits. So many hits. Um, you're a baseball fan. You I like am a baseball the, fan. Uh, Dodgers? No. The Yankee. How dare you? (laughs) You are a Boston Red Sox fan. Um, In May, so the the month that you were born, Mm -hmm. uh, the longest running uh, game went down in history of MLB. Whoa. Who was playing? It was the Chicago White Sox Mm -hmm. and the Milwaukee Brewers. Okay. Sounds boring. Rude. There's a lot of, <laughs> lot of, lot of uh, a lot of good things came out of both of those teams. Yeah. Uh, but but they're not. Guess good. how many hours it lasted. Um, so a typical game lasts, let's say, four hours, right? That's it. Feels so much longer than that What's, sometimes. <laughs> well, when you're huffing down hot dogs, peanuts, and beer. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. I will guess ten hours. Eight hours, six minutes. Wow. 25 innings, uh, and the Brewers eventually pulled off a win. Wow, 25 innings. That is a long game. That is a very... I would have had to take a nap. Very long game. Uh, This one's all right. Uh, Wendy's uh, hit the world with Where's the Beef? Okay. (laughs) Campaign. Nice. That was a good ad campaign. I do remember that. You don't remember. I do remember that. I mean, it's not like 1984 was the only year they did it. It was their (laughs) slogan for a while. Uh, I really like Wendy's Chili. You do like Wendy's Chili. I mean, it's not Texas Chili. There's beans in it. I mean, the Frosty is definitely my favorite. Frosty and fries. Mm -hmm. Extra salt to fries. But I'd rather dunk McDonald's fries in a Wendy's Frosty. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. McDonald's fries the best. They are freaking good. They are. Delish. Number 10. Michael Jackson's hair catches fire. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, more detail, please. How did that <laughs> happen? You can't just, like, move on to the next one. <laughs> uh, well, remember he had that really, like, kind of curly... Yeah. It kind of... Um, was it, like, the product in his hair? Uh, or, says, like, was it pyro at a concert? What it happened? It says that uh, January 27th, a major moment in pop culture, as reports emerged that while filming the sixth take of a pyrotechnic shot for Ooh, a Pepsi right. commercial... Oh, a Pepsi commercial. Sparks Pepsi almost killed landed Michael Jackson. on Jackson's heavily gelled hair and set it aflame. <gasps> that yeah. must have been so scary. Is there a picture? Uh, there's a picture of him getting out of a car. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't care about that. I want to see his hair on fire. <laughs> How uh, terrifying. Yeah. So I'm sure he got free Pepsi for life. Pepsi's gross. I wouldn't want it. Whoa. I, I mean, I don't mind a diet Pepsi no. every once in a while. No. I'm a Sierra Mist fan. Yeah, I like Sierra Mist, but we're not talking about Sierra Mist. We're talking oh, about Pepsi. Pepsi. Pepsi is like flat, overly sweet Coke. Dang. Coca-Cola all day. Dang. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Tetris dropped its first block. Oh, so Tetris, Tetris came yeah. out in 1984. Uh, oh. It says Tetris has always been there, but yeah, first released in June 6th. So, okay. Uh, almost About a, a month, month after yeah. my birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
um, hour-long infomercials became a became the norm. I'm sorry for that, everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, now this one. Now I like this guy. Okay. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. He he danced into America's heart. Oh, Footloose. Yep. Great. February movie. 1984. That's awesome. Oh, and Kenny Loggins was a part of that too. Oh. Yeah. He also. Do you know what song Kenny Loggins did? Footloose. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> you know who else did that song? Uh, no. Blake Shelton. Really? Yeah, it's actually one of his most popular songs. He did it for the remake that they did uh-huh. a few years back. I mean, more than a few years. I think it was, I don't know, maybe like seven or eight years ago or okay. something like that. But uh, yeah, he did the remake and he plays it live usually at his shows. People love it. Does Kevin Bacon pick Blake up in the show? He does no. not oh. at the concert. That would have been, if I was the director, awesome. I would have been like, hey, can we get Kevin Bacon to have yeah. you dance the night away that'd be amazing it would be amazing i would love to see the two of them do the dance together. i'm only gonna assume that blake <laughs> is probably like two feet taller than him i would assume at least <laughs> i'd be surprised if i mean maybe i'm wrong kevin bacon could be like uh, five I ten i feel like kevin bacon and tom cruise are similar in five size. ten no like five five then five think, six well a, a lot of actors are actually around that like shorter mm. to like middle height mm, interesting mm-hmm. All right. Who else is really uh, short? Who? But is you? awesome. Well, yes, definitely me. Pitbull. I love Pitbull. Oh, he, Mr. Worldwide Mr. is the man. Oh. But when we filmed a music video with him uh, and he and Blake were standing next to each other in this one part of the video, they brought over a box uh, for Pitbull to stand on so that they were like, I mean, not, definitely still nowhere near being yeah. the same height, but camera there wasn't really. yeah, as much of a height difference for the yeah. camera angles. But yeah, he's awesome. He's like the nicest guy. I bet they have to do that on Top Chef a lot too for Padma. <laughs> she usually wears some pretty big shoes. The guests have to stand on a little milk I crate. I kind of feel like Tom Colicchio is kind of short. Maybe they put him on a box to stand next to Padma. <laughs> well, we'll have to we'll have to ask that question. Yeah, we'll day. have to look that up. Um, <laughs> that's funny though. Mm-hmm. I bet Mr. Worldwide's having a blast right now down in Miami. Oh, 100%. He's F1. coming and playing Bridgestone again. We missed it the last time he was here, I think. Oh, we have I think we just had our little nugget. We have well, to go. we're gonna just have had our next nugget when he comes again. I guess I'm just everybody have tells to go. me it's like the best show ever. Like, don't sleep on Mr. Worldwide. It's I amazing. I can believe it. I'm gonna go. Okay. I'll leave you here. You just let me know. Facetime me so I can watch. <laughs> Sorry, I'd be too drunk dancing the night away. Very All right. right, here's another good one from May. Ooh, for another one from May. Mm. May 1984. He opened. The, or maybe they missed, I think they missed a word here. Opening of 16 Candles. Ooh. So the directorial debut of John Hughes. Great movie. He made a lot of great movies. Yeah. Uh, 16 Candles, though. Wow. It's a good one. Good one. Molly Ringwald. That hair of hers. Mm-hmm. Looked like a little, like a Annie wig. It did. She <laughs> crushed it, though. She did. Those yeah. Are, um, you got to have the right skin tone yeah. for that color hair. Do you know what other movies he did? Uh, did he do Breakfast Club? He did. Yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. movie. Yeah. That is my favorite movie That's that he ever did. What's another one? Um, did he do... So 16 Candles. Think of 16 Candles and Molly. No, I know there's definitely, it's, there's definitely another Molly Ringwald one, but I can't... 
can't think. It's your of favorite his color. Name. Pink. Uh-huh. Pretty in pink. Oh, pretty in pink. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And then uh, one more that you may or may not get, but uh, it takes place in Chicago. There's a Ferrari involved. It goes through the back. Ferris Bueller's Day yeah, Off. Yeah. 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 Another good movie. Yeah. Man, four great movies. I mean, but Breakfast I, Club's definitely my favorite out of those four. It's a that or Ferris Ferris Bueller's Day Off is. I know, but Great. Breakfast Club is just so iconic. All right, here it is. Alex Trebek gave his first answer. On Jeopardy? First time hosting mm-hmm. Jeopardy. Yeah. Very cool. So Jeopardy had been kicking around network TV since 1964. Whoa, it had been around for 20 years pre-Trebek? Well, that's what it's saying here. I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I thought he started it all. I but, guess not. But uh, the Alex Trebek in... Uh, whatever this word is, <laughs> proved the most popular <laughs> and enduring by far. What's the word? In- iteration. Aha. Uh-huh, okay. I had to read it's that like a co- version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to read it a couple times because like the whatever this word is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So he moved behind the podium in 1984. Very awesome. Yeah. All right, 17 astronaut. And, and we're not. I'm skipping some. So okay. we're, we're, we haven't gone through 17. Okay, I was gonna say. Yeah, there's a lot. There's 33 of them. Some okay. of them are all right. Um, astronauts made their first untethered spacewalk. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. Although I don't know why you would want to be untethered in space. It's the clout. Just coming back to Earth and talking, talking like, smack Like, yeah, at a I bar. walked around without being tied to anything. I could have floated away at any moment, you never were, to return. You Earthlings and your gl- gravity. Yeah. <laughs> Peasants. Peasants. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Sound like pilgrims down here. Pilgrims. I was floating in space. Being cool. How, How ter- crazy is that, though, to think that yeah. in 1984, yeah. we were wandering around in space. So the picture makes it look like he's like 400 feet away from the... And I know he's a good distance away, mm-hmm. but yeah, that would have been terrifying. He must have... Did he have like a backpack with little thrusters on or so. something? Yeah. Mm. Or his friend was like, had him on a fishing line. Yeah, like, ah, like it looks like you're untethered, ah. but. He like let go for one second. Yeah, ah, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> um, yes, that was a big one. Cool. Space has always been so amazing to me. We can have a space episode down the road. Sounds good. Uh, the space shuttle Discovery mm-hmm. had its maiden flight. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, 1984. Wow. I mean, the makes Obviously, sense. 1984, yeah. yeah. We're, we're talking mm-hmm. about 1984. Mm-hmm. I was looking for a date. It doesn't say. Um, yeah, took off from Kennedy Space Center. I skydived over Kennedy Space Center you one did. time. It was awesome. That's cool. All right. Uh, Ghostbusters was a, was a yeah, thing. Yeah, it came out in 1984. Love it. June 1980. A bunch right. of, wow, a lot of movies came out in 1984. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy hit oh. the, he became the... Biggest movie star in the world in 1984. Wow. So I wonder, so what movies were out, I wonder, that made him the biggest movie star in the world at that time? Uh, Trading Places and Beverly Hills Cop. Mm, I've seen Beverly Hills Cop, but not Trading Places. It's a Dan Aykroyd, I believe. It's a good one. I think he goes from a poor guy to a rich guy. His stand-up was so great. He is uh, hysterical. Hysterical. That red freaking outfit. Every time I listen to anything, Dave Chappelle or, you know, like some of these comedians that talk about sitting at a table with him, they're just like, it's unreal. And then his brother, Charlie Murphy, rest in peace. I Mm -hmm. mean, another just 
comic genius. Absolutely. That they could just hit whenever they wanted yeah. from, from what it, like I hear. I've never seen them live, but. Um, and blah, blah. Oh, and this is blah, the blah. <laughs> Yada, yada, yada. Uh-huh. Some other stuff happened. Okay, blah, blah, great. blah. I should still be number one on this list. Have you ever seen that Seinfeld episode where they're yada, yadaing? No, I don't think so. It's one of the greatest lines because, uh, it's George and this girl, and she's like, yeah, I saw my uh, ex-boyfriend the other day, yada, 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 one thing led to another, and I woke up at his place. And he's like, well, you can't yada, yada over that kind of stuff. You got, what <laughs> Details <laughs> and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Such a great thing. Love so it. he goes, the whole episode's about that, but it's, it, Seinfeld was, that, that came out in, I think, like 88 or something yeah, like I that. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, okay. We're going to stop at this one because this is going to lead into you. Okay. Today is about you. I think the next maybe two episodes might be about you. Okay. Special. You're special. Well, right? you're sweet. Thanks. In many ways. Yes. <laughs> All the good ways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Careful, dear. <laughs> is this thing on? For the record, yes. Yes. Dear. Perfect. <laughs> so what's um, the last one? The very first MTV Video Music Awards aired. Oh, very cool. Yeah. And I bring this up. The first Moon Man. Yeah. Not because, you know, I'm that I'm still a giant fan of anything on MTV, but back in the day I used to be a pretty big fan of the music yeah. awards and I mean there was a lot more music, I feel like. There was a lot more music <laughs> back music in the day. There's music videos yes, and for sure. Um now don't get me wrong, I loved Road Rules and Real World and yep. TRL. I I was on the out. I, like the first few years of TRL, I was like, yeah, this is cool and then I slowly I wa- I snuck TRL in every day after school. Did you tell it. Carson that the other day when you were hanging out I with him? I didn't. I'll have to tell him that the next time I see him. But yeah, it's so funny to see him like He still like, looks I the literally same. used to watch you on TV when I was in high school. Yeah. And now I like But how cool. Like his hang career with is with you and you're with my boss. Yeah, but like his career is like went That's from awesome. just kind of like being a this VJ. Yeah. To I mean, he's on the Today Show every yeah. day. Runs the Voice basically. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't run it, but he's but like he hosts the I mean, Voice. He hosts the yeah. Voice. I mean, he's up, uh, he does like New Year's Eve stuff too, right? Yeah. I mean, like great guy. His such a nice guy. character is, in my opinion, like don't get me wrong. Ryan Seacrest looks like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Seems I've never awesome. really heard anything bad about the guy, but yeah. To me, I think I would just get along better with a Carson Daly. He's really funny. Really, really funny. When he and Blake are together, I love to just like sit yeah. around and just listen because yeah. they just go off. Well, yeah, and, and you can now talk about this too, but you were filming something, right? Yeah, when we mentioned um, on our episode two weeks ago now? I don't know. I think um, we mentioned that I was about to have a very busy week of filming coming up. And that was because we were filming Blake and Carson's new show, Barmageddon, which just got announced on Friday. It'll yeah. be on USA Network this fall. It is hysterical. It's pretty fun, cool. crazy bar games. And from Nikki what you Bella told me, is yeah, the host. Some good she guests. She was awesome. Yeah. yeah, great guests. Can't um, tell you who they are I was yet. Say but we can't say. That's but... not announced yet. But uh, the show's going to be really, really fun. It yeah. was a. A lot going on that week. Very, very busy, long, exhausting days, but yeah. really, really a whole lot of fun. That's They're awesome. hilarious together. 
Well, let's back it up, though. Let's go 1984. Yes. You're born. MTV is has been out. Things are happening. And the very first Moon Man crosses the stage to be given to... It doesn't say who. I'm sure it was probably like Madonna or Michael Jackson or one of those at the time. I thought but, you said it was Cars. Oh, that's right. Sorry. The well, cars. the best... Yeah. Duh. I, <laughs> I was like, wait, you told me well, this morning I don't it know was all the Cars. Of, I, I don't, it just says the video of the year. The video so of I don't the know year. If, like, I mean, that's the biggest... Is that the biggest That's the biggest one? award oh, okay. that they give out so, at the VMAs. Because so, it's the Video Music Awards. God. So, okay, that makes Video sense. of the year is the... The coveted, the coveted very last award given out at okay. the end of the show. So it did say that. My bad. Gotcha. But it was, yeah, Cars, You Might Think. Mm, and, you might think I'm crazy. Yep. And we hear that song every day when our little when dude watch is the watching movie cars. the movie Cars Although 2. We cars don't, 2. Oh, Cars, cars 2. 2. Cars Sorry. 2. Sorry, Cars 2. We don't watch it nearly as much anymore because the Minions have taken uh, over. Minions. He likes the Minions Those way more now. Freaking Minions. I never thought we would see the day where he would like something more than Cars, but <laughs> those little yellow fluffy things have taken over. They have. I just scrolled a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess what Cars beat out? What? Michael Jackson's Thriller for the win. What? Yeah. That is a travesty. Ooh, that's mean. The Cars of Mine. Thriller eh, is right. like one eh, of the most right. iconic music videos ever made. Well, we have. It was like a mini movie. Yeah, but have you How seen... did that not win the very first Moon Man? Have you seen You Might Think by Cars? I have not. Okay, well then you can. Have you? Yeah. What happened? Amazing. I can't. Spoil it. Is it monsters dancing in <laughs> sync and doing the moonwalk? Because if it's not cooler than that, then Michael Jackson's Thriller should have won. It should have been uh, Tracy Jordan's Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. I love bar that mitzvah. show. If you've never watched um, 30 Rock, <laughs> highly recommend. <laughs> werewolf Bar Mitzvah. A werewolf Bar Mitzvah. Uh, okay. So I wanted to talk about you because we got a chance to talk about me. And mm-hmm. seeing that this was on this list in 1984, I thought it was kind of a cool, maybe there's something. Uh, Good little segue. Yeah. You, well, you were maybe you were born into music. Maybe. Know? Well, I mean, I kind of was born into music. My whole family is musical like my mom was a singer yeah she actually recorded an album no way mm-hmm. um and my dad was a drummer and okay. played in a touring band in kansas when he was growing up very cool my brother was a drummer uh-huh. growing up yep. i was a singer my grandmother my game and on my mom's side was a concert pianist phenomenal piano player her arthritis got really bad as she got older and she wasn't able to play anymore. But mm. when we were young, she would play for us. And it was, I mean, you could put pretty much anything in front of her. No, that's It was awesome. amazing. Yeah. My, my brother actually has her um, piano in his house. Oh, she, that was going to be one of the questions. If, yeah. If, if that was And all of her sheet music and everything. He has all of it in that's his so house. That's so cool. Yeah. Really, really special. So, yeah, maybe you were born to be yeah. in this business from the start. I think I, think I was. I mean, it... From as far back as I can remember, mm-hmm. I wanted to be a singer okay, like, or a marine biologist. I think that was like a really cool job back when I was little. Like was, everybody wanted I to wanted, be a marine biologist. I wanted to be a marine biologist. You know, you were starting to learn a lot about the ocean and sharks. I wanted to study sharks. Mm-hmm. But that was always like, well, if I'm not a singer, 
if. But uh, eventually, mm-hmm. I decided if I wasn't able to make it as a singer, I wanted to work in the music industry and help other singers realize their dreams and make it. That's cool. So I did end up getting to live out one of my dreams from being a child, which is pretty amazing. Well, awesome story. Thanks. We'll yeah, do, no we'll, problem. That's all right, it. All right. Have okay, a wonderful bye. week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, story time is over. <laughs> Phil took four episodes to tell his story. Berkeley took four seconds. <laughs> El- elaborate. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I mean, I, all right. So, this family music. I never yeah. knew that about your mom. Mm-hmm. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, she. Her voice is very. Uh, she has a soothing voice, similar to like Judy Garland, is who she got yeah. compared to a lot. I like who her was voice. also very very yeah. big when my mom was growing up. Um, yeah. Did uh, okay. So, Little Berkeley. Little Berkeley. Little Berkeley. Obviously, nineteen eighty four. You weren't singing. No, not you were yet. yelling. You might have been screaming. Probably and yelling. Yes, yes, <laughs> but not singing. Um, but when we were eating this morning, you told me uh, at four you started. Singing? I think yeah, around four or five or something. I mean, as far as I can recall, I definitely started singing at a very. Young age, my parents, whenever they would have, like, guests come over, mm-hmm. th- as I got older, they would ask me to sing for them, and I would get, like, super embarrassed <laughs> about it. And, like, uh, I remember one time when we were living in Arizona, I went and sat on the stairs uh-huh. that would go upstairs and made them listen from, like, another room where they couldn't <laughs> see me, and I couldn't see them. <laughs> but I did, and... Loving to sing really made me super obsessed with music. Mm -hmm. I was always borrowing my parents' cassettes and eventually their CDs. Like Mm -hmm. the first first cassette I can ever remember listening to, there's two of them, were um, Tina Turner on my Walkman and Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. So good. So good. So, so good. What song would you sing? What song would I sing? Uh-huh. I mean, what was one of your favorites? I guess is if, "Invisible Touch" was my favorite such Genesis a good song. song. Yeah, yeah. Love that freaking song. So fun just to like dance around to. So, which was the, the one that one. you would uh, sing to your parents' friends? I don't remember. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Probably a church song. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I feel like I, don't really remember. Well, I feel like a lot of those songs, like from ch- like childhood, you just. We all sing the same ones, like Mary had yeah. a little lamb, or you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I'll have to ask my parents what I used to sing. My memory is not so great sometimes. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't a Madonna song. No, definitely not. <laughs> Was not allowed to listen to Madonna, for sure. <laughs> so okay, so you started singing, and then I, I'm just gonna say that your whole family was into music, so you would just. Do have music hour maybe, or you guys would do like musical things daily? Or... I mean, we weren't necessarily doing like musical stuff together. Oh, okay, because um, like, everybody my dad like, had traveled stuff. a lot yeah. for work. So, as my brother got into drums and he started taking drum lessons, he took. Oh, am I going to remember this correctly? The guy who was his first drum teacher mm-hmm. taught, I think, Carter. Buford of Dave Matthews Band. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that that's correct. Okay. Sam 90. Did you guys sure start your this. first band together? We did not. I always wanted Sam to be in a band with me. But I'm surprised you guys didn't. I know. I, as, especially as I got older, like into high school and mm-hmm. stuff and like really like 
started to want to be in bands and things like that. I was like, Sam, let's start a band. He's like, me, me. But I mean, drum. He loved drumming, but uh-huh. being a drummer yeah. was never like his end goal. He always wanted to be a marine. Always, gotcha. ever since he was four. Yeah. So like, I always wanted to be a singer. He always wanted to be a marine. So no matter. How hard I tried to convince him that we should be in a famous band together. He was like, no, I'm joining the military as soon as I'm allowed. I have no idea. (laughs) Probably something stupid. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. But, um. So you started, so you started singing. Yeah. Started singing. I mean, I was in choir. I would sing in the church choir and stuff like that. And eventually I would have like solos in both and stuff like that. Yeah. What year did you start the choir? Oh gosh, I mean, elementary school. Really? Yeah. Is that when kids? I mean, I, I think I, so. I, maybe I was just so out of touch. With I think elementary starting school. stuff, or maybe I w- maybe I was a part of things. I don't remember there being a choir. Maybe at my middle school. Middle school, okay. That's, maybe that sounds. A, I don't remember. I remember they gave everybody those stupid recorders. Oh, I did have to play one of those hot cross buns. I never played one. <laughs> no. I, I skipped a lot of school. I kind of hope that our kids end up having to play the recorder just because I feel like it's a rite of passage. I'm throw that thing out the window on the way home. After we pick I'm them up gonna from play school, it. After we pick them up from school that day. See if I can I'd remember like, hot cross buns. Let me see that thing that your teacher gave you. Right out the window. Bye. So, okay, so. But yeah, so, but my, um, the first band I was ever in, actually, this is kind of crazy. I uh, I was 12 and we had moved to Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay. And I was starting seventh grade. And so totally new city. Mm-hmm. Very, very different than living in South Carolina, which is yeah. where we had been before that. And um, I had listened to a lot of like Hootie and the Blowfish and like things like that like country and stuff like that i'd always loved rock but hadn't really been exposed to a whole lot of rock other than like the police and like the doobie brothers and things that like my parents would listen to but so we moved to arizona and the first talent show i sang in the first talent show i actually i sang lean on me nice and i got the hiccups (laughs) i can't believe i'm remembering (laughs) this story Literally got the hit. And I was singing a cappella, like all by myself in front of, and it was a huge middle school. Oh, that's awesome. And got the hiccups in the middle. And instead of like walking off the stage, which is what I totally wanted to do, I just like kept on going and got everybody to sing along with me. <laughs> hey. But good on you for finishing, though. It was not easy, but I was glad that I did. But so then after that, when I went back and sat down, um, there was this band that mm. played, and I can't remember the name of the band, but I do remember the song that they played. Mm. They played Smashing Pumpkins Zero, Ooh. which became my favorite Smashing Pumpkins song. It was the first time I'd ever heard anything by the Smashing Pumpkins, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And they mm. didn't have a singer. So somehow I ended up talking to them at some point in school, mm-hmm. and, uh, they were like, oh, like, we're holding auditions for a lead singer. Like, would you want to audition? I mean, I'm like 12. And I'm like, yes, of course I would. So <laughs> where does my mom drop me off? Right, no, she literally did have to bring me to one of their houses where they had, like, band practice in the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they were really good. I mean, like, yeah. 12-year-olds playing a Smashing Pumpkins song. I was very impressed. Yeah. So I went to audition, and the song that they asked 
uh, me and this other girl, her name was Stephanie, mm-hmm. to audition to because they wanted it to be a female lead singer, which was really cool because there weren't a ton of mm-hmm. female fronted bands back yeah. then. Yeah. They asked us to learn an audition to Spiderwebs by No Doubt. Ah. And uh, that was the first time I'd ever heard No Doubt. I'd never heard of Gwen Stefani before and just fell in love with um, that Tragic Kingdom album. Oh my album. gosh. Such a good album. Such a good album. So we both auditioned and they couldn't decide between the two of us so they picked both of us. So we were like dual lead singers and I think we ended up having like two band practices ever and we never performed live (laughs) (laughs) but that was the beginning of me as like a singer in a band very long time ago i mean that's almost what 28 years no no 26 i'm not mathing right (laughs) 26 years i totally math completely wrong you you definitely just i went blank face planted in the math department (laughs) 26 years ago i disappeared into my brain you did (laughs) um so 26 years ago think about Mm -hmm. this the other day you were actually hanging with gwen the whole day i was so you got to help her yep we were hanging out so in her Little Berkeley 12-year-old that's probably still in the back of your brain was probably mm-hmm. just, like, screaming on the inside. I mean, the very first time I ever met her, yeah. I definitely on the inside was like, no freaking way. <laughs> like, first of all, how did my artist Blake Shelton get you? <laughs> like, He's hysterical. He is so funny. And, I mean, he's, he's a very good, like, yeah. he's a very good-looking guy, too. But, I mean, Gwen Stefani is, like queen of all things yeah. she's well, I'm just sure once amazing you, well, but once like the nicest yeah absolute sweetest most wonderful person for sure could not hurt a she fly super so sweet. so 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 sweet but yeah so and i still haven't told her that story yet one day i'll tell her but uh but yeah every once in a while if like she's talking about no doubt or something like that i'll think about like oh yeah spider webs that's right like, that and was that was a good song too audition. oh great song her, i couldn't sing it like her at all but now once you learned about who she was at 12 years old did you start to see yourself like more in that front woman position yeah i definitely wanted to be powerful a lead singer of lead a rock band woman yeah and there's been a lot you know mm-hmm. there's a lot like, and now it's more, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she really was a very prominent, I'm, I'm going to just go on a limb and say, inspiration to Well, she young. was like the it girl for ska music. Like because of her yeah. and her band, ska became like a mainstream oh, yeah. thing. I could, I could agree to that. Yeah. And that listening to No Doubt just opened like my musical world to listening to so many other bands, like rock bands that were mm-hmm. um, starting to get big back then. I mean, Bush, of course, like yeah. 16 Stone, great record. Yep. Um, Everclear, Everclear, so much for the Afterglow. I started listening to that record after that. Still love that record. Third Eye Blind. Mm-hmm. I mean, like all those bands that were amazing back then. Yeah. I mean, I just dove deep. So 12. My first Tool yeah. record that I ever got. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did you? Okay, so well, hold on. Let's not get too far off here. I want to. Yeah. I want to. I want to know more about this band. I mean, there's not much else to tell about the band. Like that was but it. Did you guys, would you guys That's see it. each other at school? I mean, yes. We didn't have like a lot of classes. I mean, this was a massive middle school. It was Desert okay. Shadows. So it's completely di- like you said. It was completely. And it was only from... seventh and eighth grade. Oh wow. And there were like, I mean, 
I think I had like 800 kids in my seventh oh my grade gosh. class. It was huge. That is big. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was literally like a campus <laughs> that you were on yeah. for class. So, I mean, I didn't see oh, okay. a lot of the people that I was friends with. So, when with you broke up, you were like, eh, that was whatever. See well, you later. I ended up changing schools after seventh grade. It was a public middle school. And then my parents decided they were going to send me and my brother back to a private Catholic school, which is what we had attended when we were living in South Carolina. Okay. So we ended up going to this. Literally, I went from a massive (laughs) public school to the tiniest private Catholic school I've ever been to. It was kindergarten through 12th grade. Wow. And there were like 40 kids total. There was one graduating (laughs) senior the year that I was there. One. (laughs) But I did win the K through 12 spelling bee. How many uh, how many kindergartners did you beat out? I beat the senior in high school. I was in eighth grade. Well, I didn't know if he competed. <laughs> of course, it was a school wide spelling bee, but it was a great school. Well, word did v you Day s- Marie Academy. It was great. What word did you spell? I don't remember. Okay, but I won. That's what I do remember. <laughs> hey, hey, good on you. That so, counts. So you didn't start a band at the Catholic school. I did I'm, not I'm start a band there, no. And then we moved away from Arizona after only those two years. So, oh, okay, well. Yeah. So we were just there for a hot minute. Hot minute. So basically, I mean, after... But you got the taste of that, like, new music. You're yeah. Like, this was like a whole new Berkeley starting to emerge. Yes. In a way. Yes. Did you start to want to dress like Gwen? I mean, I definitely wanted, yeah, to dress more... Rock and roll. I got in trouble in seventh grade for wearing a spaghetti strap shirt that wasn't allowed. At the school? Yeah. Which was wild. Like, no, like, don't you dare show your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Those naughty shoulders what? here. Those naughty, naughty shoulders here. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I got in trouble. It's funny, my dad and I were actually talking about it the other day. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we wore, and I didn't wear it to school yeah. because I would have, gotten in trouble and sent home uh-huh. but we a group of girls i had become friends with we also i was also in the talent show doing like a dance with all the girls i think we danced to quad city djs <laughs> wow the train yeah jeez great song great song um but yeah we all wore these like black spaghetti strap shirts but the spaghetti straps were rainbow colored it uh-huh. was super cute and I wore it under my outfit when I left for school that day uh, because the talent show was like right after school or something. And then they called my parents and they were like, <laughs> your daughter and these other girls broke school rules, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, ah, I showed my shoulders. I'm the worst. <laughs> in seventh grade, I got caught with a bong in my backpack. You were way worse than me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that phone call to my parents was oh, fun. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I bet it was. I bet. I was time machining in that office for a long time. Yeah, I did not time machine until way later. Um, that's funny. Uh, that's so you so you, okay. So you moved away from Arizona. I thought you lived there for a longer time. No, for some just reason. two years. Wow. We moved back to Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, okay. There. I do. I mean, I know kind of the timeline, but mm-hmm. in my mind, sometimes I think that some of them play longer. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. oh, they must have been there for. But then, again, you were in Falmouth pretty quick after all of this, right? Right. So we were back in South Carolina for two years, and then we moved again. And that, so and then, that was when we moved to Massachusetts. Any music stuff in the— Choir when I was— so uh, just kind of back to the normal— Yeah. So I, I basically—like, I finished eighth grade in Arizona, moved back to South Carolina, started high school, went to two different high schools in two years— so I went to four different schools in four years, moved to Massachusetts. That made the fifth school. Wow. Um, but 
yeah, just choir. I had did a lot of solos. Okay. In choir, um, I did a performance of Britney Spears with the snake. I don't think. <laughs> no, it was "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time." Was the uh, song that okay. I performed. That was yeah. a big one. That was a big one. Did you I wear had the, the pigtails? I was gonna say, did you wear the schoolgirl outfit? I did. Okay. I'll leave that yeah, image my, in your mind. You're welcome. I'm going to take a little pause here. <laughs> and appreciate. We'll, we'll be back. We'll be back in about five minutes. Okay, and we're back. And we're back. But so, yeah, so then we moved to Massachusetts. What kind of singer would, in a quad, like, uh, there's alto. I was an alto. Is alto, it, second soprano. And what does that mean? Like, I don't, so, I've heard those terms before. Like, I've heard soprano, but I thought that they were like a mob thing. That is also true. <laughs> so an alto <laughs> is like the lower register okay. for a female. Um, so I could sing like pretty low mm. and then a second like soprano, low low, 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 low. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, a second soprano can't sing as high as a first soprano. That's like real high, mm-hmm. but a second soprano can sing higher than just an alto can. So okay. I would kind of vary between alto and second soprano, depending on what the choir needs were okay. for the song. That's pretty cool. It was cool. I mean, we we traveled um, and we did like a performance. I think we went to like Georgia. With Britney Spears? No. Oh. But I did. She was um, not my first concert, but I think my second concert I ever no went to. Yeah. Wow. They hit me baby one more time tour. It was her and Westland mm-hmm. and LFO. Jeez. Yeah. At what used to be called the Bilo Center. Yeah. But is now the Bon Secours Wellness Center in Greenville. Wow. Yeah. So that was a full circle moment for me when I went back there on tour with Blake. And I hadn't been in that building since I was 15 or 16 and had seen Britney Spears there. Like, this is so cool. I was like, I've been here. I think there's moments, though, <laughs> that I think that's why it's so special. And, you know, like people always ask, like, oh, what, what was it like to work in the music industry or what what is something that stands out to you? Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of stuff like that, like going back in time and remembering what drove you or me personally to get into this business. And then there's moments, yeah, where you like walk into a building, you're like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting over there as like a kid and watching yeah. so and so. Yeah, you know. I mean, I was, you know, when when you did your like history of PK yeah. episodes, you made it pretty clear that you didn't get into the music industry because of a passion for music. You yeah. wanted to travel, you wanted to be on the bus mm-hmm. and do all of those things. I was obsessed with music from yeah. a pretty early. You age. still are though. Very much so. But I mean, I back then. Like all through high school, especially, I would I would not sleep, like could not go to sleep unless I had my headphones on <laughs> and I would have a CD in my Discman and would fall asleep with music playing. Check those batteries. Oh, my gosh. All the time. <laughs> extra bass off. <laughs> uh, sometimes extra bass on. I liked the extra bass sometimes. It depended on how much de- battery life you wanted. It also, de- Yeah, it also depended on what the song was because sometimes it would ruin it. <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, and cranked up, too. Like, I wouldn't listen to it quietly. It was on, like, all the way loud. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, I I remember falling asleep. I had a little um, little boom box that sat above my bed, Mm -hmm. and I would either play Green Day Dookie on... Great album. I don't think it would be looped, because I I would eventually like to fall asleep. Oh, mine was definitely on loop. No, there's something... I would wake up if it turned off. Really? Yeah. But I I wasn't in it for the music. I just, like, would imagine myself playing in the band. Mm -hmm. 
But, um, okay, so you're in Greenville mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. You're, you're doing the choir. Mm-hmm. You're living your best life soloing. Yeah, and I, I had never been to a concert before and had been begging my parents for years to take me to a concert. And the answer was always no. Which was the first concert you'd ever wanted to go to? Oh, that I ever wanted to go to? I don't can't remember. I don't even know. Who yeah. knows? Probably Genesis or Tina Turner, because that's what I was listening to <laughs> way back when I was little. I mean, my first CD, I borrowed the police synchronicity from my dad and never gave it back. I still have it. Do you really? Yeah, oh, somewhere. Awesome. Yeah, it's in, a, it's in a bin somewhere. I mean, I can vividly remember, like, the album cover, yeah. reading through all the liner notes. I used to love to sit for hours and just read through the yeah. liner notes and learn the lyrics and stuff. But the first CD that... Uh, was ever actually mine for uh-huh. my birthday, my 10th birthday, I think, mm-hmm. before we moved to Arizona. For my birthday that year, my parents gave me, because I had requested them, the Mariah Carey Daydream album mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Michael Jackson Dangerous. Ooh. And I just wore those two out. <laughs> I absolutely wore <laughs> I would dance around the living room. I mean, I would cranked. <laughs> My dad always would be like, turn that music down. (laughs) I would play it so loud. I can totally picture that. Oh, my gosh. I would play it as loud as I could. This house is so loud. Blow the speakers out. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) No wonder your brother was like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to be in a band. She's too obsessed. Too obsessed. Too loud. (laughs) What's funny, you just mentioned something really funny that as you were saying about the CD liners, I would open them, mm-hmm. and if there wasn't a photo of them playing live, mm-hmm. I would just move on because I wanted Not to see interested. all the. Well, it's like you just said. Like I didn't care to learn the lyrics. I just wanted to see the backstage pictures yeah. of, or them in their attire, you know, like dressed up on stage. Yep. Like that was me. But Pictured it, in front of a bus, doing <laughs> yeah. something. Uh, always. Yeah. Anytime I saw a tour bus. Ooh. No, um, I obsessed over the lyrics. Lyrics. I've always been a lyric person when it came to listening yeah. to music because. They you tell are, a story. You are, you are, I will say, I, from the day that I've known you, you have definitely, every song you've ever played me had something that, especially if it was from one of your artists, you're like, oh my gosh, this. This one. You got to listen so to So well written. And it, and, but it's not like every single one of them. You just can really hear good stuff inside a really mm. good song. And mm. I, I've always been like very impressed by that Thank with you. you. And so I'm going to go on, a, on out and say that that probably started by your obsession of reading the liners. Probably so. Do you I mean, miss I, getting liners? I do. I actually, I really do. There was something so special about having something physical yeah. to hold in your hands while you were like assaulting your senses by <laughs> listening to it. Because I would listen to, I really would listen to music so loud because I could feel it in yeah. addition to hearing it. Yeah. And that just like kind of heightened the sensory experience for course, me. Yeah. But um I mean I would save I got I used to babysit a lot when I was growing up and I would save all my babysitting money and then eventually like my first job when we moved to Massachusetts was at Stop and Shop and I was a cashier there when I was 16. Uh-huh. And I would save all my money to go and buy singles at the record store. And I would just play them. All the time. All the time. Yeah. All I ever wanted to do was listen to music. It drove my parents crazy because I'd be in the car <laughs> and they'd be trying to talk to me. Headphones on. Headphones music all the way up. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense, though. Obsessed. They're thanking you now for all the times they've gotten to go backstage yes, and gotten and free. Yes, and go to yeah. shows and things. Yes, <laughs> yes. It ended up working out, thankfully. It did, though. And that, I think that's why it's cool for, you know, like, I 
like you said, I told my side. Mm -hmm. But I think that you have a different approach to the music business because mm -hmm. you've really taken a passion and really like, okay, sure, as kids or as like we go through the choir or we go through orchestra or we play in the band kind of because our parents want to. But it mm -hmm. sounds like to me you wanted to. I did. Yeah. Like it doesn't sound like because like when I joined the orchestra, I think it was kind of forced. Yeah. No, it was I I wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Any opportunity I got to sing or be a part of something like that, I was doing it. So through this whole journey, you're like, all right, now I'm back in North Carolina, South Carolina, side of South Carolina, Greenville. Mm -hmm. No instruments, though. No instruments. I always wanted to play guitar, uh -huh. but I think having a drummer in the house already, which was very loud, <laughs> I don't think my parents were too keen on the idea because I didn't want to play acoustic guitar. I wanted to play electric, electric guitar. guitar. I was adamant about playing electric guitar. And I think the thought to them of having something where I could turn the volume up in addition to my brother playing drums, like that was just not going to happen. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So no, no instruments. I mean, I like took piano lessons when I was like in elementary school okay. or something for a hot minute. And I can still, I think doing that helped me uh, with, I can still semi-okay, like read sheet music and, and some pick stuff out on the piano and stuff like that. Which has helped me just in understanding like the progression of a song or something. But yeah, yeah. Where'd you go to after Greenville? So we moved to Falmouth, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. Another culture shock. <laughs> um, beautiful up there. I ended up really loving Massachusetts. Obviously, became a huge Red Sox fan. So we moved up there the summer before my junior year of high school. Mm -hmm. um, With Mariah Carey and. Well, that was when I was and, 10. Oh, that was 10. Okay, yeah. But so at this point, I had already moved more into rock and roll for sure. Um, so we get up there. And I mean, like hip hop was big then. I mean, like I loved Nelly, that first album, Country Grammar. Yeah. Uh, came out when, when I was a junior. Remember when I was mixing him? Uh, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I was living my best life. <laughs> you came out to a couple of shows. I that, did. Uh, no. It was awesome. Uh, I waved at him. One of like, them at hey. Wrigley. Yeah, at Wrigley. That was amazing. No, no, not uh, Fenway. No. Oh, yeah, at Fenway. Fenway sorry. Yeah. But yeah. We, we did yeah, Wrigley yeah, yeah, yeah. that that same time. But you came out to the yeah, Fenway Yeah, I came one. to the Fenway. And show. you brought your best friend from I did. Falmouth. Well, yeah. And so Sydney, um, she moved the same summer before junior year. She moved from Arkansas to Massachusetts. That's a and, big shock, too. Uh, yeah, very big shock. And I was a cashier at Stop and Shop. Yeah. And she and her mom came through my line, and as they were getting their groceries checked out, Sydney was crying. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what's wrong? Like, I don't know. I just, just struck a up person. a conversation with her, like, why are you upset? She's like, I just moved here. I don't know anybody. And I was like, I just moved here. I don't know anybody. Like, I'm auditioning for the cheerleading squad next week. Do you want to come over and learn the cheers and we can do it together? Aww. And we've just been besties ever since. That's cute. She's the best. I miss her. No. Yeah. Why don't she you still lives in Massachusetts. Uh, we should have because she's a great <laughs> singer too. It would have been awesome. And we both love rock um, and not just like regular 
rock. I mean, we love yeah. the hardcore, like, screamo stuff. You guys do. I Love it. Meeting we, you, like, I was like... We, for Odd, OzFest, <laughs> and all OddFest is probably what it should have been called. <laughs> you Live sent, for that stuff. You sent me a photo of you two the other day with your friend's band, uh, Twisted, Method. Twisted Method. We were in Florida and visiting them. That photo of you two, I had to look at it two or three or four times all and just be like... All the fishnet gloves. What is happening in this photo? I, like I was like zooming in on the pants. I was like, oh my gosh. Yes. She's so hot. Uh, all the Hot Topic outfits, 100%. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Black that, fingernails only. But that wasn't right when you met. You guys were clearly cheerleaders when you first met. So Clearly. Well, yeah, until we were in college, we weren't really allowed to dress that way. But as soon as we left high school, things changed. Yeah, when I brought up this uh, MTV uh, thing, we both had a giggle because I wasn't allowed to watch it. But I... I just would. I was a yeah, bad kid. I definitely wasn't allowed. But all I cared about watching was TRL. But I, I cared about the music. I remember watching it back in like the some of my earliest memories, like nine, like I would say like eighty six, eighty seven mm -hmm. MTV. I would sit at my grandma's house and I would scroll through the TV till I found it. Wow. Now I would just watch it. Now get awesome. in trouble. Now get again. in trouble and still watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sounds like you. Yeah. But you had told me a fun story that you got in trouble or that you couldn't watch it and yeah. that you would sneak it. I would sneak it. Yeah. So I would get home from school and the, so there was a TV in the basement of mm -hmm. our house. We had like a really nice finished basement and there was a TV upstairs in my parents' bedroom. Yeah. And I just remember well, I would go up to my parents' bedroom because like my mom would be downstairs like starting to prep dinner or something yeah. like that or like helping my brother with his homework or mm. something. Somehow I would have time by myself as soon as I got home or maybe like she wasn't there. She was out running errands. Yeah. And so like that because I had um, my I got my driver's permit without when I was 15 in South Carolina. So I could drive pretty early and I would drive my brother and I to school. So some days if she wasn't at the house, it was like, oh. Ooh. And I would run upstairs and turn MTV on TRL. Time. But I would have it on, like, really low, <laughs> just in case she got home. <laughs> and I'd, like, switch the channel to something else. Like, oh, Nickelodeon. <laughs> Nickelodeon. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. I was watching Guts. Literally all I wanted to see was the music videos. I was a good kid. Yeah, no, no, I, I, totally. And the, the, it wasn't by any means to make it seem like you were doing anything bad. But I'm assuming, I'm just going to, I'm assuming that you were doing it because you loved music and you just Loved wanted it. to, like, get as much in as you possibly could. And mm -hmm. what a, I mean, music videos, too, though, brought out a different dimension. They though. used to be so cool. Mm -hmm. and I mean, they really, still... It really would highlight the storytelling yeah. of a song a lot of times, which I love. I think that there are, though. The only problem is, is to find them, you really either have to be shown a music mm -hmm. video or you Google it and end up on YouTube, and then you're like, oh, I didn't know this song even had a music video. Mm -hmm. Well, and the budgets back then for a video were over the top. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Because you, you would see a music video on TV, and it would make you go buy the record. Buy the record, yeah. Oh, I mean, they were, there wasn't streaming. There wasn't all these things. Yeah. So, yeah, like when a new album was dropping, they would put out their hit mm -hmm. into a music video, and mm -hmm. then they would put it all over MTV, and then VH1 would it and then yeah fuse and oh and i would love to watch behind the music on vh1 oh, that, that was, was another good. great show that was a good one yeah so you'd sneak what when you were watching mtv or trl i'm gonna just mm -hmm. say um 
was there was it because that you wanted to like maybe learn the moves or you were getting you know like because too I mean, when you're in a, when you want to be in a band though you want to kind of like what are the other bands doing like I I mean at that point I was really just just, just loving the music. the music I was just like inhaling every bit of music I could get from any and every genre okay. hip hop R and B rap pop punk rock anything I could get my hands okay. on I wanted to listen to it. I was just devouring it. Um, and that's, is is this kind of when your brain started to really want to go into music? Yeah. I mean, I always knew I wanted to be a singer, but then. Well, your backup plan. Yeah. My, my backup plan. Well, so my plan after graduating high school had always been, I'm going to move to LA and I'm going to go be a singer. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to figure it out on my own and it's going to happen, which I'm sure so many people have the same dream. I, I don't think anyone's ever done that. Nobody's ever done that before. Yeah, I'm going to go be a starving artist <laughs> slash waitress slash. <laughs> and, and live in L.A. by myself. And my parents insisted. They were like, you have to go to college. Okay. You must go to college. After you get your degree, you can go do whatever you want. But you have to go to college and get your degree so you have a backup plan in case singing doesn't work. Fair enough. Very smart of them, obviously. Obviously. Yes, obviously. But so... There, there is something. I, I will say this. There is the, the that is a very smart thing to do. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And I, but I do think that the the, the one percent that get through though are those people that just say I'm going all in no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. And it it's rare. It's it is very rare. rare. And that's why you you're definitely. saying it's smart because you are also an exception in this industry. You know, like you've made your way all like to a very high position in the music industry. Mm-hmm. But it's like. That's a one percent too, you know. Yes, so it's definitely. It, it, there, there's so many different routes, but yes, the one going straight to LA and being a starving ar- artist, yeah, is super hard. Super hard. <laughs> well, and of course, you know, when you're 17 years old, you aren't thinking like there are a million bands out there trying to do the yeah. exact same thing as me. You have, I mean, I had no actual exposure to the real music industry True. yet. Exactly. So you know, I didn't even know what. A booking agent was. Exactly. I'd never even heard of such a thing. All you ever heard about was a record label. Yep. Record label, record label, record label. Manager. Yeah. I mean, never really even heard much about managers, at least not until I was like in college. Gotcha. But I started managing a band when I was in high school. It was actually these these guys that were in the same grade as my brother. Mm-hmm. And they were actually really, really talented. And I mean, by managing them, I mean, like, I would go to their practices and they would ask my opinion and I would, like, help them, like, load in and out of shows and make sure they got paid <laughs> if if they were getting paid. <laughs> and just kind of it was almost like I was, like, babysitting them because yeah. I was older and stuff. But that was my first experience working with artists other than myself. That's pretty cool. Long time ago. You're like, all right, guys. So uh, I didn't get you money, but I got you four bags of Skittles. Yeah. Uh, popped a bag of popcorn. Yeah. And a ride to the mall tomorrow. Yeah. We have another VFW <laughs> show coming up. Those were those were basically the only places you could go play because it was an all the only like all ages type of situation because it wasn't like yeah. you could go play a club because they weren't 18. I wasn't 18. I mean, look at. At the drive-in came from El Paso. They used mm-hmm. to play backyards. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, there were plenty of backyard that, shows. That's the difference, though. And so I think when you're saying there there was a million bands and you going to LA would have been hard. At the time, probably would have been hard, but not as hard as it is now. Yeah. Nowadays, it's well because everybody can just put out their own music. Hard. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you can just go on. You can 
what you can go to your closet record with a usb microphone into your computer you can just you, record into your phone's microphone yeah true <laughs> you yeah, don't yeah, even and have then, to have and then you can put it on tiktok yeah and then boom crazy next thing you know you have the most downloaded song in history bananas which is which is not what this conversation is about but no. this is about you and your journey and so we're in high school mm-hmm do we need to pause for the I think I think we should probably hold before we go into college because that's where really everything really changed for me. Yeah. Mm. The the goal of being a singer started, I mean, it started to become more real, mm-hmm. but also the goal of working in the music industry started to become more real. I ended yeah. up kind of at like a two roads diverging gonna mm. have to pick one of them i'm glad you chose this road me too because <laughs> i got to meet you yeah I, well it, in a selfish way i say that um selfishly i'm glad too it yeah. worked it worked out the way it, it does. was supposed to it always uh, you know as, as much as we want to fight it sometimes and be like i should get this or i should be there this is my dream mm-hmm. it's like well yes it there is, are but are you dreams. really, uh, did you really, you know, put in that effort to be there? Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things that come to it, but I really like your story. I've always oh, really you. enjoyed, since the day we met, I have always really enjoyed the fact that you were a strong woman in the music business. Thanks. Because it, 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 at times, can still be a good old boy's game. There, it, yes. It's definitely. shifting, though. I mean, there's Slowly definitely. Slowly getting better and better. Yeah, there, well, you just see more and more females that are out there doing you do. high-profile things, sorry. you know, and a lot of them are your friends, which yeah. is cool, too. You know, it's funny. I actually saw, this is just, like, one random thing I saw on Instagram the other day. There was this article. I think maybe it was in Billboard or Vari- mm. maybe Variety. Okay. Something like that. It's, so like, a major publication. Mm. And this girl who I did an internship with when I was an undergrad— uh, which we'll talk more about next time. But she, I didn't know, but she had also stuck with it in the music business. In the music business, and is now one of the top, uh, like sponsorship and endorsement agents at wow. a major booking agency in the country. That's amazing. Yeah, and has done some stuff with some like big, big artists, secured mm. them deals and stuff like that. It was so cool to see. I was like, oh my gosh, look at you. It's I, amazing. That's awesome. Like we were like. 21 running around New York City together. That's so cool. Yeah. And we'll get to that story definitely. Yeah. But they, you you hit the head on the nail right there when you said hit she the stuck nail with on it. the head. Yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> shit. <laughs> hit the nail on the head. <laughs> what did I say? Hit the head on the nail. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's still technically you know, okay. correct. I am freaking It's technically correct. I'm dyslexic sometimes. Or just the way that words come out of my mouth. Sometimes it's it's okay. It's a gamble. You just never know what's going to... grammatically still correct, just not the popular phrase that you were looking for. Copy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Not on that note. You can't just end the show whenever you want. This it's is my a, birthday. Yes, this I is can. A dual, this is a dual uh, hosting thing yeah. thingy. Co-host. Co-host. Okay. But Dual hosting thingy. Dual host. <laughs> Words aren't working <laughs> the again. Struggle bus today. <laughs> um, no, what was I gonna say though? I don't know. Oh my gosh, you got me all flustered. Am I? Am I blushing? A little. No, I'm not. 
I can only picture you blushing. Oh, I turned my to, whole face turns when you, red. When you uh, hiccuped your way off stage. Uh, I was pretty proud of myself. I was terrified because I forgot the words uh, and started hiccuping. And so then I just started over. How many talent shows have you been in? A lot. I've been in two. I think. Oh, I don't know. A handful. I did crisscross. Oh. Make you jump. Did and you wear your overalls backwards? I did. Nice. Not overalls. They were just. Just jeans? Jeans. Backwards? Backwards. Also, and also then awesome. I also did uh, Vanilla Ice's uh, Ice Ice Baby. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we were definitely we, meant to be. We lip synced. Love it. We didn't. I don't know if we won. I don't even. I didn't matter. Didn't Ladies win. loved you. Nah, not back then. I didn't have <laughs> not tattoos. back then. <laughs> I didn't have tattoos. And, no. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I was going to say this. Uh, this is what I was going to say about sticking with it. I'm glad that you've stuck with the music industry because I know that since we've met, you have had moments where you're like, oh, I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. But this is what's so cool about your story is that you have stayed in this business and you just continue to grow. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just such an inspiring story to so many young listeners or even our, you know, our little ones you know it's Mm -hmm. like you you get to tell the story about how you did stick with it and now you you have a really cool job i i do you know you you work for a a guy who has a i mean his his catalog is amazing in in his own yeah you know and then he has helped people with their career i mean Mm -hmm. it's just like he's a very inspiring person to work for i'm sure and you get to learn a lot and so i think that my point is, is, is if you would have just like got there your first day, didn't like it for a year and then said, oh, well, this stinks. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting what I want. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be sitting here today telling a story about how you get to kind of re- live a cool childhood dream of yeah. meeting Gwen. Just as one simple example. Exa- yeah, that's a very simple example, but it's a really cool example that, sure. you know, like you, one of the first bands that you ever tried out for you sang her song. Right, right. And right. now you get to, in a way, share just life with it's her. Really, you know, it's, it's like cool you don't fangirl. Have... You're just yeah. You but just it's get... a full circle moment. Yeah, you get Definitely. to have a nice conversation and and be in that moment and be like, whoa, this is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was what I was gonna get to. Is that you know, it's cool that you saw a friend that has made it. Mm-hmm. I think you've made it. Thank you. You might not be exactly where you pictured yourself. Always room to grow. 10 years or 10,000 hours. Exactly. I was just going to say, that's what I think of if I ever get frustrated or down or anything like that. I'm like, all right, 10 years, 10,000 hours. You're not there yet. In the same place. In the same place. Exactly. Not just overall. In the yeah. same place. Because you could you could say, oh, well, I've been in the I've music industry. I've been in the industry for however rebel, long. Rebel, yeah. rebel, rebel, rebel. Rebel, rebel. Yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> all right. We're going to end on yada, okay, yada. Okay. Yada, yada. Bye. Wow. You're you just, said you're we're going to You just want to get out of here. You said you're, we're going to end on you. Bye. <laughs> see you later. Not No thank you, audience, for stopping by this done. week. <laughs> so sassy. <laughs> wow, it's your birthday once a year and you do this. Yeah, once a year. Yeah, true. It is once a year. <laughs> um, <laughs> we should have a radio show. 
I mean, I know I this know. podcast show is amazing, but we should be on like, I feel like, I feel like we could just laugh for a whole hour in the morning while people drive it to work. It might be fun for us, but whether or not it's fun for anybody else is to be determined. It'd be a lot of accidents. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> purpose. Like, Purposeful accidents. Yeah, they're like, why'd you drive into this guardrail? I couldn't take my radio I anymore. I take it. I my volume button got off. stuck. <laughs> and it was these two yahoos laughing. <laughs> About yada yada. Yada yada for an hour. Very annoying. All right. Well. I want to wish you the happiest birthday today. Thank you. I hope that, well, this will have aired, you know, many moments away from when we actually celebrate it. But mm-hmm. I just wish you the happiest birthday. Thank and you I love very you much. As, I love you. As a co-host, I love you as a wife. Mm, I'm going to stay my best friend. Ooh, I'm going to go rub that in your other best friend's <laughs> face. <laughs> Marilyn? Neil. (laughs) Neil, you got demoted to third. (laughs) Finally. All right. And as a mama. Yeah, and as a mama. Mm -hmm. Well, I love you. All right. Happy. Everybody stay tuned for more fun things. Yeah, well, this will be part one of part maybe three. I don't know. Who knows? We'll We'll see see how long it takes. But, yep. Happy birthday, BK. Woo. Everyone, thank you so much for swinging by again. Uh, if you haven't signed up for the YouTube, you know, obviously we're here. Yep, go subscribe. <laughs> and uh, bottoms up. Let's yeah. go uh, have some fun for your birthday. Bottoms up. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Cheers. Happy birthday. Thanks, babe.